Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unlocking the Magic. Happy Saturday, everybody. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. I know there's so much to be thankful for, and we really hope you spent some time with family and friends and enjoyed your day. Today is our Saturday news show and some updates, some Disney questions, and sort of a recap of our live show that we are we do every Monday at 8 p.m. So I hope you guys can join us this week. Yeah. Some of you, some of our listeners are going to be in Disney this week, so they're they said they're going to try to watch from Disney. <laughs> I hope they send us some. I think one of them was we were going to do some kind of they were going to be on live video and we we're going to watch them. Oh yes, one of our listeners actually be in Disneyland. Yes, uh, but we'll see. We'll see. It's it's tough. I feel like when you're down there, it's hard even for us sometimes because you get so excited to be there that you almost forget, which is a good thing. You forget your phone in your pocket. You forget to do. You sort of want to be in the moment. Definitely. It's, I know that happens to me all the time. I always say when we're down there, I'm gonna video this. I'm gonna. I have my whole plan, and then before you know <laughs> it, the day's over, and I totally forgot to do all of it. Yeah. But anyway, Thanksgiving just happened for us, so happy Thanksgiving to everybody. We did do our gratitude show on Tuesday. If you haven't listened to that yet, go back and listen where we gave some things that we're grateful for when it comes to Disney World and the Disney company in general and our participation in this great organization. I mean, for what participation we have, (laughs) meaning the podcast. I was just going to say, yeah, that was good. Okay. Uh, I want to say, before we get into today's episode, thank Kingdom Strollers, our sponsor for today's show. Kingdom Strollers, if you are looking to rent a stroller or crib at your Disney vacation resort or hotel or house down in Orlando, you should go to kingdomstrollers.com. The cool thing about Kingdom Strollers is they actually will drop off the stroller to your resort, and then at the end of your vacation, they will pick it up for you. So you can use it in the parks, and if you're just driving around Orlando or walking around your resort, you'll have a stroller for your little one. Um, all in that whole time you're there. So head over to kingdomstrollers.com for that. And thank you to those guys for helping us out with the show. So speaking of Thanksgiving and giving thanks, there was some updates this week. It was talking about Disney Parks Gives Back for Family Volunteer Day. And it was this weekend, Disney volunteers around the world celebrated National Family Volunteer Day by giving back to their local communities and kick off the holiday season and actually it's a annual day of service that celebrates families everywhere together to to make a difference it's really really special and walt disney world more than 130 cast members and their families actually know some cast members that that do participate in some chatter charities and it's it's really special and Anyway, um, they took part in the special projects across Central Florida, including decorating for the holidays at Give the Kids the World Village, leading book readings at South Creek Branch Library, and helping to kick off Toys for Tots collection drives for the holiday season. I think that's really cool. And also in Florida, Disney volunteers work together with a Walt Disney World Resort chef to serve meals at the Coalition for the Homeless leading up to the Thanksgiving holiday, which works to end homelessness in Central Florida, which I think is so special. Oops. And there's things, there's things that they do all across. So even in Disneyland, it says that they had 200 Disney volunteers and their families. I like how it's, it's not just the volunteers, it's not just the cast members, but they include their families. I think that's really incredible that their families at the Orange County Food Bank helping to pack more than 
thousand boxes of donated food, which will serve low-income families and individuals in the community. I just think that's incredible. Yeah, that is great. I love seeing, especially around the holiday time, you always feel like you should give back to the community or you know to people who are less fortunate. So I always love to see uh, things happening like that. And that's great for them to be doing that for people who are less fortunate. Because not everybody can have a great Thanksgiving. They don't have the opportunity like we have. It's true. And it's it's really great that they get together. And like I said, I love how it's not just, it's the cast members and the company, but it's also their families, which I think it should be a, a family collaboration i think that you should try to teach your kids and your just get together and you can really do some incredible things together i think it's it's important for our children too because sometimes like especially our kids you know they don't really they live a little bit of a sheltered life right you know it's good to get them out there and say hey listen you know it's not always good not everybody has it as good as you do so get out there and help the community and you know give provide value to people who are less fortunate than you are Right, exactly, exactly. So anyway, that was just a little bit about Thanksgiving and what they're doing. And there's actually a collection now, Downtown Disney, Walt Disney Springs. I'm never going to say it right. I'm never going to say it right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They're doing um, certain locations you can drop off a toy for the Toys of Tots. I I think that's really special. So if you're down there, yeah. Anyway, so what other news do we have? You know what? They have these new cabanas, and I was going to ask you about this off air, but I was – didn't have a chance to, Uh-oh. so they have new new cabanas popping up at Disney's Magic Kingdom Park, and they're kind of behind Space Mountain, and they're these white cabanas, and you can rent them for the day, and they're kind of like the cabanas off Castaway Cay, Disney's private island in the Caribbean, mm-hmm. um, and they give you some snacks, some drinks, and it's kind of a place where you can kind of go and take a break from all the hustle and bustle and we always tell people and I thought this was at first when I saw this I said this is a great idea because we always tell people to take a break if you're going to the Magic Kingdom or you're at any park you know sometimes it's best to take a break during the day and go back to your resort maybe swim in the pool get something to eat maybe take a quick nap and at first I saw these and I was like wow this is great what a great idea for people to be able to take a break and then I looked at the price Guess how yeah, much they're that? yeah they're a little bit pricey 600 they're starting at 649 dollars a day. I knew it, I knew there had to be a catch because you said for in the beginning I was going to ask you off air. So <laughs> I, I was completely sold until you said the price. I wonder why they're so expensive. I know that there's limited. Maybe this is a, it. Doesn't say that they're there permanently and they don't look like permanent structures, but I know that space is limited and they're already sold out. So obviously the price is an issue for some people. But, well, uh, maybe if you get a whole group together. That's what I was thinking, too, because a lot of people are like, oh, my God, $649 is just way too much money. But if you if you split that up between maybe three or four families, that might not be that expensive for the whole day. I mean, it's, you, go ahead. Yeah. No, it's got to be more than just the cabana, though. Well, it's the cabana. You get snacks. You get There's no dinner or anything. You get, do get snacks and some waters. I was really looking forward to the refurbishment of the Magic Kingdom and the area where you can sit and relax, that sort of area right in front of Cinderella Castle. I sort of envisioned that for years. I remember going and I thought to myself, there's got to be a spot where you can just lay out a blanket and have a picnic in the Magic Kingdom. I've always wanted that. And it was as if somebody over at Disney was listening to the show because no sooner did I say that they were, they released this sort of area. Um, I like to think they listened to me anyways, but... <laughs> even if it's just in my head. But yeah, I don't know about the cabana thing. I think that's, I guess we'd have to, to see it to see if it would be worth it. But I would definitely not 
it's definitely not feasible. Like, it's not something I would do as a family for sure. No, 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 I wouldn't do that either. I don't think that that's it's price efficient. And I was thinking maybe if you brought because we brought your mom down one time and she was walking a lot and it may be good for her to just be able to take a break while we go off and do something or. But you know what? I don't know for that price if it's going to be something that it will be affordable for too many people. Or maybe if it's like a family, if there's an area where you can do sort of like a birthday party or something, like you could have, I don't know, like that's, a bunch of people. That's an expensive birthday party. I don't know. You're already in Disney World. Well, listen, I'm asking people to chip in. I'm just thinking. I'm trying to think out of the box and, and try to justify the price. But usually I can when it comes to Disney, but this one I don't know if I can. So, well, keep an open mind, I guess. Right. Exactly. So and another thing that yeah. I was looking at is because I'm always we're always going to Disney World and I know this happened to me in Disneyland where my battery is dying in the park and I was researching a little bit and I didn't know that they had these fuel rod uh, rechargeable fuel rod kind of stations rod? yeah fuel, that's what they're called they called rechargeable fuel rod stations throughout Disney Park and some resorts and mm-hmm. what you do is you put you can rent it I think it costs thirty bucks for something for the day. Um, for one fuel rod, but you can rent it and it recharges your battery and then you can kind of exchange it when it dies at another charging station. So if you're out there and you're going to Disney world and you're worried about your phone, take a look for those. There's I'll link it up in the show notes. There's particular places where they are located mm-hmm. throughout the Disney parks and a couple of resorts. That sounds interesting. But I'm definitely going to try one. Maybe I will do a review of one next time we go down there because the battery well, you- life on our phone is something that we have to deal with all the time. Every single time. And I know that you're definitely going to benefit from this for sure. Well, I always want to, and this happened to us in Disneyland, but I recently got a new phone, so my battery lasts a little bit longer. Um, There's always that point in time when you want to do, like we wanted to do some live shows and some live shoots, but we couldn't because our battery life was dead and we had to save it for one particular time. Mm -hmm. And now with your phone being your camera, you know, your, your phone is now your video camera and your regular camera. Um, so you have to kind of save it for that too. So the phone battery life thing is always an issue for me. So let's talk about, I want to talk about this and this is new amenities coming soon to Disney's wilderness lodge. And a few people have asked me if I would recommend the wilderness lodge. And I always say, yes, absolutely. It's a beautiful, beautiful resort. And a lot of, you know, lately it's been going through some refurbishment as if it doesn't, it feels like almost every resort has had some kind of refurbishment going on and happening. But I always say, I think I got this question probably a month ago where someone was looking into staying here. And I said, you know, you just want to make sure like the refurbishment to me is not usually a big deal in Walt Disney world, unless it's a major change. Like when, for instance, the Polynesian was going through that major renovation, there was a time where I just I just couldn't stay there. The the main pool was closed or the lobby was sort of all boarded up and it just didn't feel quite right for me anyway. But when we were at the Wilderness Lodge just recently, they were they were doing some refurbishment, but it didn't seem too bad. However, I would definitely recommend sort of making sure that the main pool is open. I mean, that's really why you're spending all this money for a deluxe resort, definitely. I would think. I, so I, you really I, want to make sure. Yeah, I would definitely think that the Polynesian, especially when the pool was going to be, when the pool was being refurbished and the lobby, those are the two main draws of the Polynesian itself. You know, the beach yeah, is nice. Exactly. But without the pool and without the main lobby, there's no real reason to stay there. Right. So one of the things that, that the refurbishment is happening, it says that uh, – People that may be there now or have visited recently noticed that the Disney Vacation Club 
accommodations formerly known as the villas at the Disney's Wilderness Lodge have are under now a new name. It's called Boulder Ridge Villas at Disney's Wilderness Lodge. And this new name reflects the railroad theming of Disney's Wilderness Lodge and the storyline of the resort. And there's a reimagination of the former Hidden Springs pool area. And they're going to be telling more of the backstory of this Boulder Ridge. So I think that's really interesting. Huh, that is interesting. And also beyond this new pool space, there's schedule enhancements to the resort. It's called a chugging along and, a, and it includes a brand new bar and grill in addition to a quick service restaurant. So there's, there's things happening. There's, there's change. It's refreshing. And, you know me, I'm really into sort of keeping things the same because it's really comforting for me. But I do appreciate sort of anything with a backstory and more of these refurbishments are nice when they have more of a storyline going into them. It's You can appreciate them more. Yes, for sure. That's definitely true. So what else do we got? Well, Pandora set a release date. Finally. I know. Yay. That's been going on for a long time. I wonder why it's been taking so long. You know, it's been... I feel like it's been announced for about six years now. It's, it's. I feel like it's taken forever to open this Pandora in Animal Kingdom. It is feeling slow moving, but hopefully it'll be so spectacular that we'll be blown away. Right. It's set to release in summer of two thousand and six, uh, seventeen, rather. Oh, you almost said sixteen. I thought. Wait a minute. We did we miss it? We missed no, it. We were there. Yeah. There's some new <laughs> restaurants, new stores were announced. It was all announced at D twenty three, and we'll link that up in the show notes. So Pandora opening in. Finally, the summer of 2017. Chairman Bob Chapek officially announced it during D23's Destination D. So cool. So neat. I can't wait. I think that that was a perfect sort of enhancement to what should have been there all along. And I think it's a perfect story now where it goes along with it. I know that it's hard. Part of me was feeling a little bad with sort of the whole idea of animal kingdom. Like you don't necessarily want to end your day at six o'clock because it's a lot of money. You want to get into the park. You sort of want to be there from morning all the way to the night. And with this new addition, you can really stretch out your whole day and not feel like you have to choose between certain parks. Definitely. Well, they, they released some uh, image art too, for what the land's going to look like. And they also released a couple of the rides in some restaurants, but I can't pronounce any of it. Of course you can't. So I'm going to try my I, best right now. So don't laugh at me if I pronounce it wrong. I'm going to laugh only be, but I'm glad you're going to take one for the team and do it because I think, to be quite honest, I don't think I could pronounce them either. Yeah, so all of the world of advertise stuff to me is the, these names are just incredibly hard for me to pronounce. So here we yeah. go. All right. This is according to uh, Chairman Bob Chapek of Disney, who's the Parks and Resorts Chairman. And he announces at D23. Two exciting attractions will be part of the experience. The Navi, You're delaying. You're Navi River Journey. Navi. I think that's how you say that. River River Journey will send guests. This is in quotation marks. Send guests down a sacred river hidden within a bioilluminescent rainforest. That's Ooh, fun to say. That is fun to say. So it's, it seems like it's going to be like a wet attraction. And then mm. Avatar Flight of Passage will be a thrill attraction on which guests will experience what it's like to ride on a banshee. A banshee is one of those animals that they were riding on they connected themselves to in in the movie do you remember those no okay so we'll move on <laughs> but, from that but thank you for explaining yeah <laughs> and then the first <laughs> is, is a set satuli canteen will be an immersive restaurant that features navi art and cultural items from pandora hmm. and i can't say the next one so i'm not even gonna try 
this all like so weird, get... unique names for me, but it, it, they released all kinds of image art. That's pretty cool. They show you what the inside of the restaurant's going to look like in a little bit of the land and uh, gives you a little description of the rides and restaurants that's going to be opening up in the land of Pandora in Animal Kingdom in 2017, which is only a few months away. So it's right around the corner. It feels like it was going on for ages and ages and ages, and it's here now. So I'm excited. Yeah, that's going to be fun to see finally. Finally. And I just, I just think it's going to be just thinking of the movie itself and how beautiful it is to watch the movie. I, I think that this is going to be an incredible experience. I think now it's – I don't know if it's taken too long, but when that movie came out, it's got to come out – it had to have come out seven or eight years ago, right? It had to be. It feels like it. I don't know. We don't have much concept of time. So no. to us, <laughs> that came out 10 years ago. It, felt, it, it might have come four. out 25 years ago. But I feel like <laughs> at that point in time – it came out in 2009. I just Googled it. December 18, 2009. So almost exactly, almost exactly seven years ago. Mm. The technology at that time it was, was that so – Yeah, the technology in wow. 2009 for that movie was so great. Now, that same movie released in 2016 wouldn't be so phenomenal. See, you say that, and just the other day we were previewing some TVs. We we weren't necessarily shopping for our TVs, but we sort of got stopped in our tracks because there was this – Bruce and I are very – we try to live simple because we go to Disney a lot. And so (laughs) we don't don't have any kind of high-tech anything when it comes to TVs and sort of – We don't have anything high-tech. So when we were walking through, we – I literally stopped in my tracks this movie avatar was playing and it was this incredible TV that had crystal clear projection. And to me, it still seemed pretty neat. They just make those movies all the time now. I don't know. But in 2009, it wasn't the greatest technology. I just feel like Disney waited a long time to get this land open. I think that you just lack a little patience, but (laughs) definitely, that's definitely no one's ever said I was a patient guy. Other than that, but no, I know it's like te- it's it's sort of a tease. How do you, we feel about Star Star Wars and Star Wars Land? That whole thing—it's feeling like forever. I just want it to be open already, right? Just give me something. <laughs> but you know they're doing these incredible things, and it takes time. So I'd rather them take time and do it right and well than sort of cut corners and just have it out there where we might be disappointed. Well, they add, speaking of Star Wars, they did say at the D23 Destination D that they'll be adding uh, adding to the Star Tours. The adventure mm-hmm. continues at Walt Disney World. They're going to be adding elements from Star Wars Episode Eight, which is the new episode that's going to be coming out in a couple mm-hmm. weeks now. Cool. I'm excited about that. So that'll I love be new that adventure at Star Tours. Yeah, that's one of our family's favorite attractions. Love, love, love that attraction. So much fun. So I think that's, what, that's it for news, unless you've got something else over there. That's it. Let's wrap it up. Let's talk about actually next week we have a great interview coming up on the show with someone uh, that's in Orlando. He, You'll know him once you hear his name. I'm just going to throw a little teaser there. He's just finished writing one of his latest books. He's written a total of two and the third one should be coming out pretty soon as well. We talked about that so make sure you check that out on Tuesday. Yeah, fellow Disney podcaster. Yes. There you go. We interviewed him the other day. He's going to be coming on today. We we don't talk about we talk about his book, but we talk about his philosophy. He has a similar philosophy to us when it comes to the attractions and the parks themselves, and the reason why he goes. And we we, you know we go over a few things when it comes to his podcast. He did a he did a few particular episodes that I was interested in. 
exactly. was moving to Florida as a Disney fan, and then one was kind of retracing Walt's steps where he went to California, went to the carousel where Walt got the idea for Disneyland and retraced his steps throughout California. And I thought that was a cool idea for a podcast show. It was really fun getting to know him and a fellow podcaster and a Disney fan and Disney lover. And it's just, it's great. We, we have this little family going on right now and it's been so much fun. So be sure to check that out. Tuesday, Bruce? Yeah, Tuesday will be out. Okay. And then also and Monday night, we do our live show every Monday night over on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash unlocking the magic. 8 p.m. Eastern time. You can come hang out with us chat with all the people who join us on these live shows. It's fun to get to interact and get to kind of, I feel like we get to kind of know these people who come and watch us and hang out with us, even though we don't really see who they are. For sure. All we see is their little face on the Facebook image. The Facebook image. <laughs> and then if they talk, if they, you know, we, we, we play, would you rather we play a little Disney trivia, talk about some news and updates and what we have planned on for the podcast for these future episodes. So much fun. It's such a casual place and hang out and we have our, very, very well, well trained moderator. Yes, on our that's show for sure. Sometimes, not every Monday, but sometimes she's she's there helping us and interacting with you guys. So it's it's a lot of fun. If you want to, if you're heading to Disney and you have a question you want us to answer on a future show or on the live show, our email address is info at unlockingthemagic.com. You can go to there, shoot us your question for an upcoming show, or message us on Facebook too. Connie's pretty active on there, so if you if you shoot us a message on Facebook, we tend to respond quicker than maybe we would on email love it and twitter yes, please ww unlock the magic i'm naming off a lot of stuff on this episode i know being kind of pushy <laughs> <laughs> it's all right it's where hey listen they've got to find us true and share it and maybe they have friends that are not not on facebook but they're on twitter yeah leave us a review on so. itunes if you haven't or if you know anybody who's going to disney and you think the show could help them out or you think it's fun you want to share it uh, hit the share button on iTunes or Stitcher Radio or on Facebook. That would really help us out. That's the one thing that we ask of you as a someone listening at home that could really help us out. We, you know, we do the show. We try to help you out with your Disney, give you a little bit of Disney entertainment, some news, uh, make your trip a little bit better. One thing we ask to help us out is maybe just share the show a little bit. Yeah. So just that's a quick it. Quick favor. Yeah, that's yeah. it for me, Connie. All right, everybody. So thank you. Thank you for sending us your Disney memories by email. Thank you so much for participating in that. I am looking forward to next week's show and seeing you guys all on Monday. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Bye, everybody. <laughs>